cool safe chicks it's your girl day i'm denisa this is lauren and i'm ayana and into saved girl secrets they clearly i just missed something yes charlie was about to slap her mic off the oh my god what is wrong trying to uh you know what's wrong she does it all the time she'll like do something and they'll be like what like, what what did i and you over here tickled and she she done moved on uh-huh. <laughs> chad i move on quick now <laughs> lord right. yes well today's story comes from a listener mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and we love those don't we we yes. do we do um we are gonna keep this person's information anonymous because it's a secret and um that's her business we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do that so, um, this person wrote in and they said that they wanted us to have a conversation around what it is like to get married later on in life and have fear of infertility. Yeah. Um, they basically said that they are older in life, that they are currently at the age of 34 and that they are not married and also not in a serious relationship. What do you do from a Christian space when you know that you want to be married, but you're not on that path yet, and you have a fear of not being able to have children either? I'm to the point where I feel like trusting God may not be enough. What can I do? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Y'all got quiet. First, um, we're going to debunk this theory of kind of trusting God is not enough. I mean... Like, there, of course, there are physical steps of certain things, but um, you have to just continue to trust God, you know? Um, I did not get married late. However, I did start having children later. Um, you guys know my story about, you know, believing God for a child after a few years. And um, that was a whole season of trusting God. Um uh, recently I actually talked about my story again and um, I said that I did share about you know I, I trusted God but I also asked him what do I need to do on my end when it came to things with having a child or whatnot I'm using the child as an example because like I said I got married I got married when I was turning 25 um, and when did you have your first child 33 okay yeah so um I, uh, let's see. Okay. So I trusted God and, but I also asked him, all right, Lord, what do I need to do when it came to like mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, setting, getting myself at a certain space of peace. And he gave me specific instructions for each thing, especially physically, like get my body at a certain place and, you know, start eating better, you know, exercising, all of that. So I can actually physically maintain having a, maintaining having a, a child and getting my body prepared for it. Cause it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Like people think it's like, Oh, you just get pregnant and da, 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 da. girl. No, uh, that's a whole nother podcast. We'll get into that. But, um, I'll say, so like trusting God, trusting God, that that's it. Like ultimately that is it. You have to trust him. Um, now the physical part of it is, I guess the question, like if I could ask certain questions to the, the listener is what are you doing? Um, when it comes to cultivating relationships, what is your mindset when it comes to cultivating certain relationships? Um, are you open to being in a relationship? I, um, I, I, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. I feel like. 
because I'm married, but I'm I'm 33. Mm-hmm. I was 32 when I got married. I think I've been in that mindset before. The weird thing for me is I was in that mindset around 25 mm-hmm. because in my mind, 25 was late. Mm. In my mind, at That's that what point, society makes you feel. I was like. gonna say because where does yeah. that come from? Yeah. In in my mind. A lot of my friends who were in relationships in college married the people that they were in relationships with. And then at 25 is when they were kind of starting to, like, move in and get houses Mm -hmm. and have kids. You know, all of those things. So, for me, my mindset back then was around, like, being 25, 26 is like, dang, like, am I late? Mm-hmm. Am I not going to be able to have children? Da, 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 da. And then I almost went into power overdrive to get into a relationship. Mm. So I feel like, and I ended up getting engaged and then it ended up being broken off. But in my mind, I think that, I think those are good questions. But I think that the underlying thing is, I don't even want this listener, like in that mindset, I don't even want you to become so overwhelmed with feeling like you need to be in a relationship as much as you are seeking God about what season you are in, mm-hmm. what it is that you're supposed to be doing for yourself in that moment, um, and not just focused on the relationship portion. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just saying, like, people being open. Gotcha. Like, because I've seen people be like, well, I'm ready to be in a relationship. And then it's like people trying to talk to them, and they're like, no, no, no. Or you're, or they have like this certain checklist. And it might be one thing that the guy doesn't necessarily have as yet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's not it. That's not, you're not the one. And it's like, what, well, what are you looking for? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think um, just listening, I can't relate. You know, I, Not that that's a bad thing. But I do, I can relate to not trusting God in a certain area of my life. And whenever I had a, a real honest and transparent and very vulnerable conversation with God, it boiled down to me not believing Mm. you know and that's why i didn't trust Mm -hmm. so i think it is more of a do you believe that you can be Mm -hmm. in a relationship do you believe you are deserving of a relationship do you believe that that's god's best for you get down to what it is that you're because if you if you believe something and your heart is set on it it's easier for you to trust that thing Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. when i believe that god loves me he cares for me then it was easier for me to be like okay you know what I, not having sex is the right thing because the Lord, tr- you know, loves me enough to know that there are certain things that come with that. That's not good for me. Right. Once you get a, a certain understanding and you believe that thing, it just makes it easy. Even in, in friendships, once I believe that you care about me and you've shown yourself to care about me, I can trust that when you're giving me advice is from a different space. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it could also be, you know helpful for the listener to to really have an honest conversation and do you believe that you will be you know like Mm -hmm. that there's an area clear to me that of unbelief that we kind of need to touch and tap Mm -hmm. into yeah that would then you know make it easier for you to trust god throughout this season of singleness yeah you ain't got to say that long like like, oh am i next (laughs) but um yeah i just i think and then it's like I want people to take the age out of it. Yeah. You know, definitely take the age out of it um, because you never know. Like you, I've seen women get married at 40 Mm. and go on to have children and have beautiful relationships. And that's okay. And I think it's beautiful that there is a story in the Bible, (laughs) you know, and it it goes into that because it's a very real thing, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I just, I, I, that's the biggest thing like that. I know we just we we started the podcast and we went straight to it, but it's like thirty four is not old at all. I, I have to say that because 
being you gotta say it because the doctor telling you otherwise exactly and that's that's where i'm about to hit it from being 35 and pregnant is like the most annoying thing ever when it comes to no for real because it's like they consider it a geriatric pregnancy and it's like all these different tests that they want you to go through and if they see one slight imperfection with something like um i went and got um i had to do two, two ultrasounds during my pregnancy uh, the first ultrasound was a confirmation of sex. So we found out it was a girl. But the way that she was positioned, they weren't able to see, I think, her brain properly. So they wanted me to get another ultrasound later on. Um, so the second ultrasound, she was measuring big, bigger than my previous pregnancy. And um, the person automatically was like, oh, she's measuring bigger. Um, so did you uh, take your gestational diabetes test? Which is uh, that test that you take where you drink that liquid where they and then they take your blood work and they ask you, they they see if you have gestational diabetes or not. I passed the test. I don't have gestational diabetes, but based off of the fact that this baby is a little bigger, it was like an automatic assumption. Like, well, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, based off of your age, your height, your weight, all of that. Like, it got to be something wrong as to why this baby's a little bit bigger. And I was like, no. And then I did my own research and I actually found out that a lot of times in those uh, those um, ultrasound tests, babies actually, they measure bigger. But that's because of the amniotic fluid around the baby. So it's not actually the baby. It's just everything that's going on right there. So the tests are inaccurate a lot of times. So I was like, you ain't going to put that fear in me, making me think that it's something wrong that with, with me or whatever, based off of your textbook or whatever. So I just say, I say all that to say, like, stop. Like, I don't care what anybody say about age when it comes to getting married, being pregnant, all of that. I have read so many amazing testimonies of women who were in their 40s who they said the same thing about geriatric pregnancy, went on to have healthy pregnancies, no issues. Kids are just thriving. So it's like, let's get that out of our heads automatically right now. Like, don't allow... Uh, doctors and statistics to put you in this type of fear especially when we trust God you know like that's the that's the thing like God rules and reigns over all of what these people are trying to say to you about statistics or whatever like like and I'm learning that every single day even with this pregnancy like I don't care what you say because every every single test that was given or assumption or whatever. Oh, well, you know, um, your weight or whatever, da, 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 da. I, it, I've gone against that, you yeah. know, oh, your blood sugar, your blood, not blood sugar, but your, um, your, you know, you're considered anemic, but you know, a lot of women go through that, blah, blah, blah. Okay. What do we need to do? You know, I trust God. I trust God that by the end of this pregnancy, Everything is going to be all, all is well. The same thing happened when I, I was having Haven. My uh, uh, I was considered anemic then. Guess what? We had a healthy delivery. Yeah, you right. know? So it's like, don't go based off of what everybody else is saying or whatever. Like, we trust God. Like, you, you, you really have to just keep yourself grounded in the word. And so, like, those thoughts that you might be having about, you know, infertility or blah, 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 find scriptures to counteract that. 
Like we have to be on purpose when it comes to how we speak and what we're allowing into our spirit. So don't sit there and continuously read stories or watch the news and all of that. And people saying all this different type of stuff. You you got to separate yourself from all of that. Right. Speaking of that, it just reminded me that, you know, like we aren't of this world. You know, it reminded me of the scripture. Like, you are a spirit being. You are in the world, but you are not of the world. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to remember that society has a job to do when they do their job well. And it's to perpetuate this narrative that you go to school, you go to college, you do this, you do this, you do this. Because it benefits the the setup of how the society is. Mm -hmm. And it keeps us in a certain mold. But I think you have to learn to surrender your timeline that was really given by someone else. When you think about what you wanted to do, it's because certain parts of that was fed to you and you believe that that's Mm -hmm. what you should do. So now that it's not working out, you don't trust what God has for you. You Mm -hmm. believe something. It's just not what he has for you. Mm -hmm. You believe what you've been told or, you know, how society should go. So surrender your timeline. You know, to what it looks like. Because at the end of the day, when I think about certain situations like that, there are so many times I failed or so many things didn't happen the time and how I wanted it to happen. But he always came through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what you trust in. Mm-hmm. When you're finding it hard to trust and this is not enough to just trust God. Trusting God has gotten you through so much already mm-hmm. and he's never let you down. So trust what he's already done mm-hmm. until you build the faith up to continue to move in the right direction. Yeah. And I know like another thing. Oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. go ahead, Ayanna. No, I was going to say, because I know like some of these thoughts are coming up especially with us being in a pandemic like it's like oh man now we hit in a pandemic and we stuck in the house and we're not really going anywhere now i'm definitely not gonna get married because i can't find anybody i was supposed to get married in 2021 (laughs) 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 you know like uh, like you know you'd be like you walk in 2020 was my year oh man now 2021 is my year and it's like that don't matter like i've seen people meet people like It can be online. I know some people don't like online dating, and I'm not saying you have to do that. It could be the most random thing ever. It could be Starbucks. Like, I don't know. Like, just just be open. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so (laughs) this whole topic, I guess that's why I've been kind of quiet. I'm going to be honest um, in in all the teas that we say. Um, This topic kind of gives me anxiety a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, As you all are sitting here, I'm feeling internal feelings um, sitting here um, listening to your various conversations because I feel like I've heard everything that you all have said. And there was even a part, even in you all speaking on this um, particular episode where I was thinking about what I wanted to say. But then there was a part of me that was like, don't think about what you want to say. Listen to what they're saying. Because if Mm. you're thinking about what you want to say, you're not completely listening to Mm. what you know, your peers are saying about Mm -hmm. this topic. So I started to tune in, like pay more attention to what you all were saying. Um, But I think there was one thing that you guys did not cover that um, in all truth, I feel like, and I don't know how this young lady feels, but I know how me personally, how sometimes I feel, I feel like it is an internal feeling. It is Mm -hmm. not anything that is imposed on you by media. It is not anything that your peers are necessarily saying. If I will be completely honest, it is my peers that are hyping me up, telling me, sis, you're going to be married. Sis, you know, your husband is Mm -hmm. coming. Sis, you know, I already see that you, God is already forming you as Mm -hmm. wife material, but it is something on the inside of you that was like, nah, I don't know if that's necessarily true. And, um, reason I feel that way sometimes and be honest sometimes I feel that way is because I even was having a conversation with God the other day I said God I don't even like nobody mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest I'm like I meet these people and you know shout out to all y'all because all y'all have really tried to hook me up with some people and I'm just like I just don't like these people 
Like, I really don't. I'm meeting these people. They they have everything on the checklist that seems great. But it's something about them I'm not clicking with. And I was like, and I'm able to click with women. I'm able to click with um, some people or even men, like in a friendship level. Um, but when it comes to this relationship stuff, I'm not clicking. <laughs> clicking what? <laughs> but that's clicking. okay. It, of course it's okay. Yeah. But I'm saying there is an... There, there is an internal feeling. Mm-hmm. There is one part of me that some days I'm like, y'all say I look like I act like Issa sometimes. There are some days I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, girl, you okay? You okay? You ain't got no man. You okay? You doing this? You paying every bill? You, know, you, got, <laughs> <laughs> you got good credit? You know, like I'm, I mean, I'm hyping myself up, but then there's sometimes I'm like, dang, girl, where he at? <laughs> you know, like I'm just being honest. Like I'm, I'm having like an honest conversation here, and so I can understand sis feeling yeah. like, dang, like. You know, I, I try not to pay attention to the whole age thing of like, yeah, now I'm tapping. I'm 30. I'm not tapping. I'm actually 30 now. And um, I understand that, you know, I wanted to I want to have kids, but there is no prospective men. Yeah. I don't even there. I'm looking around. I'm not even attracted to these. I'm gonna say something, I, I, but I'm not. But, you know, like, I'm just going to be honest. And so it's like, I'm not gay. I know I ain't gay. So I'm just like, I just don't know. I I. But, but when you talk about it, it gives me anxiety. anxiety. And I'm the scary part is like, I know where Lauren has been because I've been there. And in your mind, you also do this mathematical equation where you like, well, I don't even have no prospects right now. So even if I met somebody tomorrow, we're going to have to date for at least a year. And then we're going to have to be engaged for at least some months. Or here, here's another thought that I have. That's too. that timeline. Even if I'm But even even if I meet a guy, right? I hate even having and I get on myself about this all the time. I hate even having this feeling of um, what could he potentially be? You know, could he potentially be like boyfriend material? I can't even get to meet this guy. And just think of him as a person. Yeah, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm 30 years old and I just want to like, I, I mean, but, but he that's cool. But that's what I meant about switching your mindset. Like even with that, like I get it. I try. I get it. Trust and you me. have a timeline. I like, get I it. hear you, but you have a timeline. Yeah. I, 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 I don't. You, you do. Like, do. Like, do. We've yeah. had a certain conversation and it's like, oh. We ain't get married. I gotta be engaged because for this amount still, of time. You I can't still, see myself. Yeah. Okay, so since you got things and you to still work looking on. at that age, you are. Lauren, like, I would be honest. I can't right. right. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I do appreciate your transparency. Yeah. Because, right. and that's why I love this group, because you were like, there's certain things you didn't hit on. I'm like, that ain't how I feel. But I do appreciate that everybody can bring something to the yeah. table. Right. And, one, we're human. You can, you We know. are human. But I'm going to be honest. It's a lot, for me, it was a lot of, I think, that the Lord had to deal with as far as um, kind of working on me to understand that even in my successes, that, is that a word? Yes. Okay. Okay. Even in my success, that those things happen not because of my capabilities, but because of him. Mm -hmm. But on the outward appearance, if I look at my life and I look at how many things as far as like, um, goals that I had for myself mm-hmm. right. that I set out for myself and I was able to accomplish mm-hmm. in the timeline of it's what I wanted like that to. is a goal and you like right so that when I'm gonna be honest 25 was my year mm-hmm. it was it wasn't it everybody it was no everybody. it was not mine 
Oh, that's right. You wanted to get married right, at 30. Did. Right. I didn't want to be, not at 30. I just didn't want kids I'm glad, to be married I'm glad before 30. I mean, I'm glad 25 wasn't right. And I knew 25 wasn't going to be my year when I was a child. 25 yeah, when I was in college. Year. I was just like, that's not going to happen. But Thank God but even wait. in that, I feel, I feel like because that was something in the background of my thoughts, I allowed myself to be in relationships with men I should not have ever done. Like, I'm thinking about, like, I mean, 30, I was talking to somebody the other day. I said 30 is almost like the Lord allows for you to kind of take this aerial view of life mm-hmm. yeah. and you see a lot of stuff that you got wrong, mm. but yet you still can't see the future. Yeah. You right. know? I think... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, nah, go ahead. Because, I don't, girl, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just know how I'm feeling. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was going to say, if somebody who got married, I guess you would consider later. Um, most women consider after 30 to be getting married, quote, unquote, later. I do appreciate the timeline that God gave me Mm. just because I know that who I was when I got married and who I was at 30 or even before 30 was worlds apart. And I think, you know, to this young lady who is 33 or 34 and they're like, oh, my God, you know, what how do we deal with getting married later on? In life, you deal with it as coming to a table more prepared mm-hmm. for the journey that you're about to take. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I came with a better appreciation and understanding of myself, mm-hmm. which I think I wouldn't have had at this age. And that may be different for everybody. There's yeah. some women, Ayana got married at what, 25? Mm-hmm. And when you were 25, you may have been more mature as a 25-year-old self than I was at right. 32 years old. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so I think that one thing about God and his timelines to Ayana and Denise's point is he sees things down the street and around the corner that we don't see. And I think getting to a place prepared versus getting there early is important for me. And and so I, I think in getting married later, I came to the table prepared for Chardet. You know what I mean? And that doesn't mean that everybody needs that much time to get prepared for whatever their journey is. But sis, whoever, you know, is feeling like that, I feel like sometimes it's it's God is working on you and there's some things that he needs to complete in you before he yokes you up with another person. Absolutely. And that is okay. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, that it, that to me is the reinforcement behind me sometimes having my good days and then, you know, sometimes having my bad days. And one thing I do realize, too, um, even if I look at my life, I said, God, you know, in everything that has happened in my life that has been great and awesome, I can always see your hand on it. Yeah. Um, I say even how things kind of move and how you orchestrated things to like from one thing to the next to the next to the next, I can always see that you were in the midst of it. I said, so what I begin to do and, you know, as an encouragement to this young lady is that I've I've allowed myself literally to take a back seat and to allow for God to literally just lead me into where mm-hmm. he would have for me to go in regards to relationship um, as far as with the man. And so with that, sometimes I feel like I'm stagnant. I'm going to be honest. Cause sometimes I'm like, am I just by me not doing nothing? Am I, is this really how it's supposed to, how it's to supposed be. to, yeah. How yeah. it's supposed to go. Like, am I, I feel like sometimes, and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's even scarier when you are in a space where you are just by yourself. And you're okay with and it. And I'm okay with it. And that's, it's not a, you know, that's, it is scary. I it do, is. It's a scary feeling I, I because love, it's like, it's almost like 
dang, if I feel the way that I feel right now, now, I can only piece. imagine. I actually can relate more to that than anything else, of, you know, during this conversation. Because it is a little scary to think, you know what? I, I have a great life. I am right. genuinely happy. happy, you know? So... Is that a bad like Lord? If a man came, like am I could I what right? I, I but know. here here's the here's the thought too. I say if if a if when a man comes, yeah, and if it if it if it disrupts my comfortability rather than amplified, right? Rather than amplify it, how would I know how to deal with that? I don't feel like it's a bad thing. I feel like you just when you know you know because it's like we all have stages. Like because before Sylvester, I was fine, mm-hmm. like I was chilling, and then when Sylvester came around, I was like. Where you come from? It was like, it was very random. Because remember, I didn't like him at first. And then all of a sudden, I liked him. And I was like, where this real coming, coming from? Yeah. And then we got married. And then, like, for the longest, I didn't want any children at all. Like, people would be like, when y'all having kids? When y'all having kids? And I'm like, no, we're good right now. Yeah. And we were good. Like, we were good. And it was weird. Mm-hmm. Like y'all said, that weird feeling like, like I'm fine with that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then, we all of a sudden, we decided to have children. We now then we had Haven, and then for a minute I didn't want no I didn't want no other child after Haven. I was like, you know what? I think you could be an only child. You mm-hmm. like for a minute I was like, you 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 know I think I like this one child thing. I'm like I I was you know I'm not the only child, but I was the only child in the house. I'm like mm-hmm. I I did pretty good, and then all of a sudden I was like, no, I actually want to. Yeah, you know. And so I feel like we all go through those different feelings in different stages of our life. So yeah. I don't think it's anything wrong with that feeling being single. No. Like, we, I, I'm like, embrace it. Like, if you don't want to be with nobody right now, it, you. I was, yeah. was going to say, I get what Lauren's saying, though, because I remember prior to getting married after being 30 and or maybe a little bit before 30. When I went through the period where it was like, dang, I want to get married. I can't believe I'm single. Everybody else is, you know, with somebody or in a serious relationship. I need a ring. <laughs> Jesus, where's it at? Yeah. Father God, look at me. Where my man? You right. know what I mean? There was that. And then it was the, ah, I'm mad at God because I feel like I prayed about this. And it, it kind of happened. And then it didn't happen. Mm. And then I went to this other space. That was like, if I don't get married, I don't care. Yep. Yeah. Been, uh, like, <laughs> if I don't get married, I'm cool. I got what I need. I can handle myself. I don't need nobody to come save me. I'm good. And what I heard while Lauren was talking is being in that space, but almost having a peace about it. And in your mind thinking like, does this peace mean right. that this is what it's supposed, supposed to, to be, be like? Yeah, it doesn't mean that I'm settling. For the right. rest of my life. life. Yeah. Like, am I at peace because this is what it's supposed to be? And I guess my, my response to that is, no, I think sometimes that peace is a rest saying that, listen, whether it works out, God, I trust you, it's right. good. If it don't work out, God, I trust you, it's good. And I think that's the best place to be in because when you get to that point, I think it's when God can kind of deliver to you what it is that he specifically has for you. So I, I that was a period that happened for me right before it's, it felt like, and I remember somebody prophesying to me a long time ago, they were like, you know, you're in a season where like, you know, you're hidden and you feel like they said something. They were like, it's like a wine bottle. You put it in a cellar and you just feel like nothing's happening. Like you're just in the dark. And they were like, but when you come out, like it's going to go, it's going to be rapid and it's going to be so fast. And I feel like, you know, when everything got initiated with me 
on the path, on the journey to the altar and getting married. Like it happened for me. It felt like the blink of an eye. Like it was so quick. And so my heart to women who are like, dang, you know, I don't I'm 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 really frustrated with God because it's later on in life and I'm not married and I know I want to be married and I know I want to have kids. And I know you're sitting there and you're counting the years. You're saying if I meet a man today, then it's going to take a year for us to even get engaged. It's going to take a year after that for us to get married. Then it's going to take a year after that for us to have a kid. And God, that's three years. <laughs> your face you are so real right now i'm serious though no that's I've real been there. that's real i've been there so i know in your mind you just like i'm gonna take whatever age i'm at right now and i'm, I'm gonna add three i'm gonna add three years to <laughs> it Facts, yeah. because that's when i'm gonna have kids right and in my mind i'm talking to god like god am i even gonna be able to have kids in three years from mm-hmm. today And I what I'm telling you right now is that God can do things in the blink of an eye that your time is not his time that God can send somebody to you because you've you've been in that season of preparation for so long. Understand that whoever he's sending to you has also been in a season of preparation and that when they come to you, it's not (laughs) there. But it's but it's also that's the thing. Like we gotta. So you hope so, but you you don't know. You don't know, but that's your expectation, and there's nothing wrong with having that expectation. Like I, if if I'm in a single space and I'm like, okay, God, you've been preparing me, and I'm ready to get married. Like that's that's what happened with me and Sylvester. He was in a state of preparation as well. So when we anybody exactly. So when we come together, we had an equal mindset of things. Like when we we started talking and hanging out, we both was like, I don't want to talk to nobody else. Like I'm just letting you know. Like I want to develop this relationship with just you, not trying to just not trying to oh you talking to another girl and I'm talking to another guy. Like we had that mutual understanding without it even being a whole bunch of conversations. So I feel like that's why it went like we we only dated a year and then he proposed. So it's like they got them years. But yeah. see, even with that, the funny thing is, he actually wanted to propose earlier. But I think it was like somebody was like, oh, it's too soon. I mean, they say you're supposed to go through four seasons with a person. So, <laughs> but it's like, That's a good are, it is a good mm-hmm. analogy, but it's like, do you have to? Yeah. I mean, you, know? you, you I mean, you don't. You, I think you should. But I mean, either way, I'm saying. <laughs> but then they go that timeline again. Right. I'm saying God's time is not our time. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And, I mean, yeah. clearly. <laughs> That's evident. Because the thing about it is, I feel like. <laughs> And I know we're going to go to break after this. So this is this is my thing when it comes to we got to block out the block out the outside because there's always going to be. I feel like we set these timelines based off of what other people are thinking and saying and whatnot. Okay, when you get when you when you single, when you going to get married, you get married. When you going to start having children? Hello. You ask. Yeah. Then you have one child. When you gonna have another one? Yes. Yeah, then you have another child. But then the other child, and I'm speaking from personal right now. You got you got two girls. Oh, so you you gonna give them a boy? It's always something. it's always gonna be something. Yeah. People are always so it's like you just gotta go off of listen. This is me and God, and then ultimately me, my husband, and God. Like so, so this person, you know, she says she's 34. So what? Yeah. 
You know, like, because people are always going to say something. When you get married, they're going to say something about, oh, when you're going to have children, when you're going to such and such, when you go, and they're going to, they're going to constantly be putting that pressure on you. So you got to take that pressure off because it's like, what if you decide to get married and you don't want no kids? So that that's the point. The point I guess I'm trying to make is that it's not necessarily people because people can say something day in and day out but it's it's I, ultimately i think it is though it's not i don't think it is ayana because here it so is so where the, where did the seed come from but this is this is the point i'm trying to make i'm trying to make is if someone says something they can say whatever they want to say mm-hmm. it's up to you to accept it yeah and so that's to me the bigger picture the bigger picture is i get what you're saying not caring what other people are saying mm-hmm. but that's what i'm saying i think the other perspective to this conversation is is what do you accept or what do you start to say about yourself and so that's what I was saying me in my single space is what I have learned to do is that not to even impose that narrative on myself Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily that's why I say I don't really have I know y'all say I, I sound like I have a timeline but in my mind, I really don't because I'm like, as long as I continue to stay healthy, as long as I continue to do whatever I, I need to do as far as to keep my body in a healthy. And I know I could do a lot better with it, you know, but as as long as I continue to work toward that, I feel like I feel like that God will allow me to be used to do whatever he wants to do. And so um, there's one thing that um, I was looking at my notes, my Bible study notes that Miles Monroe said, and he said that he said that the future is not ahead of you. It is within you. Mm -hmm. And so that's one thing that I try to keep in my mind is that whatever God has for my future, it's already within me. The kids that I'm supposed to bear, they're already within me. The dreams that I want to accomplish, they're already within me, Mm -hmm. but it is up to me to nurture it. It Mm -hmm. is up to me to continue to speak to it so that it can come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the point that I'm trying to make for this young lady. It's not what people are saying about you. It's what you're saying about yourself. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, you're the one that's responsible for and you gotta harvesting. At, you got to be at peace with that. You do. But it, that's that's work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say for, for me personally, it takes a lot of work. Because but, I'm going to be honest. But that's where like where Sade was talking about with rest. Like I feel like we just got to get into it's, a state of yeah, rest. Yeah, that's I mean, that's easy to say. That's easy to say, yes, sis. You just got to get in a place of rest. But I'm not saying it easy. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean. Definitely not on I, this end. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> so. true. That's true. But I feel like for me personally, I feel like sometimes in my journey, um, I've gone through so many phases of feelings and emotions of what it means to be in a single space I've gone through guilt tripping I mean where I've blamed myself I was like well maybe it's because of what I did that has prohibited me Mm -hmm. from tapping into that blessing when I thought speak on it I mean I'm just I'm being real about it I've been there I've been like dang you know I must have hurt so many people in my past that I don't deserve I don't deserve this Mm -hmm. or I didn't get this when I thought I should have got this or especially when you've been close to it where you saw some potential in it and then it's just like one day this thing just goes away mm-hmm. and it's gone. And it's like, dang, did I do something? Like, and that's why I'm I'm so in a position right now where I'm like, I don't want to do nothing. Like, and I don't even know if that is that's the correct thing to do. But I'm just like, I know when I put my hands on it, it messes up. But that's the thing that you're in that state of rest then. 
if you're saying I don't want to do anything, right? But it took some work for me to get there, and that's so like that's what I'm saying. Like, of course, it's gonna take work to get there. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm saying for this young lady, I don't know. I don't know how she's feeling. But about that's what it. I'm saying. Like with her, like the reason why she's asking these questions is, and we're giving her like the especially what we can and ultimately it's like you got to work on yourself and getting into that state of rest that's why i said was blocking out the outside because the outside can definitely affect and then also you getting into the word and you sowing those seeds so you can actually get to a state of rest you did that yeah i've seen you do that i'm doing it but i'm saying i'm doing it but i'm saying it is it is almost like a paw thing it's like a pressing mm-hmm. use like some days or, or what the old people say, i've had some good day. like seriously i yeah. some days are some good days and then some days are some hills to climb and, that's, and so it's yeah. like i just feel like in this space and i'm encouraging this young lady in her space of waiting because that's really what you're doing mm-hmm. you're in a yeah. waiting season it's like yes you may have some good days yes you may feel like you are bossing up you're doing everything that you need to do in regards to what the lord would have for you to do but there might be some days where you just you don't feel up to it you don't feel you don't feel like you know you're doing anything or you're guilt tripping or it doesn't matter it you just you know you in your feelings mm-hmm. pretty much you're in your feelings but in that you have to continue to press and it's like you have to i love what our pastors say you have to remain in rest yeah. he doesn't just say rest he said like you have to remain, remain in rest, rest. because then, it's the and remaining recognize the distractions as well right it's yeah. the remaining that's the hard part mm-hmm. like once you're in rest it's great but the remaining that's mm-hmm. that to me is what sometimes can be challenging because life happens you get consumed with work i know for me work has just been something you know so like me being consumed with work me obligating myself to do things outside of work that could be challenging um then on top of that like you all said i'm human so i definitely have human feelings um we said we was gonna do an episode about being horny some days lauren is horny lauren would love to have a husband so Mm -hmm. like even feelings of that it's just like you have to continue to remain Mm -hmm. in rest and you have to be like, all right, this is how I'm feeling. I am in my feelings today, but God, you're going to have to help me because I'm trying to do it the way that my spirit is telling me to do it. But this is how I'm feeling in the process of me doing that. Mm -hmm. That's true. So thank you, Lauren, for your transparency. I don't know. I don't know if I helped her, but no, (laughs) if anything, I hope our secret sister knows that she is not alone. Yeah. Yeah. I think you she does. Um, we we talked about. We're gonna go to a break really quick, and then we will be right back after this. Save Girl Secrets is brought to you in part by the Hair Razor Hair and Skin Oil. Visit www.thehairraiser.com for more info. What's up, Secret Sisters? This is your girl Lauren coming to you guys this week for the quote of the week. This one comes from Michelle Obama. She says that you cannot make decisions based on fear and the possibility of what might happen. So sisters, we are encouraging you to just simply trust in God. Faith over fear. All right, ladies. Talk to you later. Love and peace. Bye. All right, ladies. And we are um i'm trying to think about where we left off i feel like we were kind of wrapping up and talking about kind of just trusting in god and his timeline so i wanted to come back with the scripture 
Um, especially in reference to not thinking that you're going to be able to have kids or, you know, asking God, you know, it's my time clock that the doctors are giving me. Is that correct? One of the scriptures that I believe is great to stand on is Exodus 23 and it's verse 25 through 26. This is the good news translation. It says, if you worship me, the Lord with your, if you worship me, the Lord your God, I will bless you with food and water and take away all of your sicknesses. In your land, no woman will have a miscarriage or be without children. I will give you long lives. I think that the word is power and that when you stand on it, it's literally holding, you know, fuel to fire to what God promised you. So I think if you are a woman and if and maybe you are married and you're working on having kids or if you're a woman and you're like, ah, I'm not married yet, but I want to be able to have kids and I'm older. Really just press into God. And if God knows the desires of your heart, um, I believe that he will give you those desires when you keep your faith in the word. So, yeah. Did you guys um, have any? Oh, anything else? I was going to say um, this touches a podcast we talked about before. But, um, you know, having that tribe of support also in this time and the feelings and different things like that, um, being around like-minded people, um, not necessarily people that are like hungry to get married or hungry or putting pressure on certain things and putting timelines. I feel like it's important to be around like-minded people. And I feel like that's why it's even, you know, kind of seeing like with Denisa and Lauren and then, you know, the friends that you guys have, it's like, you guys are like, like-minded when it comes to I'm driven I'm doing this I'm focusing on this and it's not like um a whole bunch of women constantly sitting around wishing talking about wishing to get married you know you guys enjoy your singleness you enjoy who you are you enjoy going out you enjoy um developing relationships with each other same as like let's say if you were married you know you got your married friends and like I remember at one point some of our married friends, they didn't have children. So we would, those are the people that we would hang out with because those are the ones that were free. But we didn't have any of those pressures or anything like that. But now, you know, you got kids. So it's like, oh, you hang out with these people. Like just kind of just creating that space of, of I guess, comfort, like that safe, that safe haven in a way. Um, and... Um, eliminating the pressures that's the biggest thing is eliminating the pressures and you know just focus on god like focus yeah. on him uh, go, go ahead, ahead. <laughs> uh, go okay ahead. so i think I, to add to what you were saying ayana i think mm-hmm. one of the biggest takeaways from that is is living yes. like living in everything that you want to mm-hmm. do and i i realized to me even in my single space is it's giving me opportunities to focus on goals Mm -hmm. um, and dreams and aspirations that I have for myself. Um, I think God has developed each and every one of us to continue to do the work. Like, even if you've accomplished a goal, God has given you other things that I know that you have the capabilities to do. Mm -hmm. So um, I just say continue the work that you're doing now. Don't become stagnant waiting on a husband. But when God graces you with the space of husband and children, you will already be in motion doing things that God has set um, in store for you to do. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a part of living too. Yeah. Cause now you're living in purpose. And so that would just be my encouragement is to live, 
live unapologetically Mm -hmm. and live within your purpose too yeah Yeah. Uh, that made me think about like how you said um because i know some people have steps they'll be like well i want to get married and then with me and my spouse we'll we'll travel and then with our kids we'll do this this and this why don't you just move the travel up yeah. Like you know what? I'm rearranging some things. Yeah, rearranging some things. You know what? I'm I'm not married, but I can travel. I can go do this. I can experience these things for myself or I can start this business. Like I know some people be like, "I'm going to wait on starting a business because I feel like I'm going to get married soon even though you ain't got no prospects." Right. I feel like I'm going to get married soon. I feel like I'm going to have kids soon, blah blah blah. Girl, start that business. Yeah. Everything will fall into place. Okay. Because then you got you know, employees. I was just about to get the started. And you know, the Lord has put on my heart too. He said, maybe your husband is attached to your, the things that you yes, think that you're trying to wait to, to do. do. Exactly. Yeah. So if you never do it, then you never receive the thing that's attached to it. Yeah. So it, I would just encourage you to continue to press for whatever it is God has put on your it could be minimal whatever God has told you to do just do it, do it because yeah. you never know what's attached to that yeah. blessing in your obedience yeah I was gonna say and then I'm gonna let Denise go um to that point just not putting your life on hold for a spouse or for kids mm-hmm. you know is, is what I'm hearing from what y'all are saying mm-hmm. I remember the year I bought my house it was literally less than a month before I got engaged mm-hmm. and I remember Emmett even back then saying I was trying to tell you you know, that you should have just extended your lease. You didn't need to buy a house. And I was like, no, I needed to buy a house because me and God had already had a talk. And I and he promised me mm-hmm. that I was going to be able to get a house. Mm-hmm. And it happened when it was supposed to happen. Because if it would have happened earlier, I probably wouldn't have bought a home. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, don't put your life on hold for a spouse. But look how God set up that even extra stream yeah. right yeah, there, absolutely. you know. So, yeah, God, God has plans for you. Mm-hmm. And... It, it doesn't mean that you have to put those plans on hold until there's another person in your life. Mm-hmm. Move forward. Yeah. I was just going to remind sis again that you are not alone because they have already said everything that needs to be said. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just thinking about society as a whole, you are not behind schedule. We are getting married later, you know, yeah. starting businesses later, developing things for ourselves later. And just think about whatever you're building now is contributing to whatever your future will be. So although you are not, you know, in your mind where you'd like to be, you are still building for your future. You know what I just thought about? What you think about? Why men don't have none of these pressures? Because they, they don't they get live birth. Exactly. They, they are living. A lot of them are actually li- living. They are career focused. They're doing what they need. I mean, there's so many. But because when, when Denise said. They also can have babies until they die. Unless right. their parts don't so work. So that part, they don't have so. to physically give birth. Denise said about, you know, just, you know, not following the timeline, blah, blah, blah. And I had thought about how. I was like, it's funny how men. Because it made me think about, it's this meme where they say, Walt Disney started this at this oh, age. Oh, and they were all uh, They were all, all older. They were. And a lot of them were men. Yeah. Like 45, 50, Jeff Bezos, such and such, such and such. You know, you know like, I saw something else too. A lot of men didn't start something until they were married. Yeah. You know. So major you actually, key. You had you you just had a post similar to that. But, yes, it was. You know. I think it says something like um, having a good woman is like printing your own money. Yeah, yep. and it's legit because I think that there are there are men, some men. I'm not going to say all men that when they get married, a woman brings to the table strategy and thoughts and ideas that they didn't have before. A woman, and I think that's any relationship. A woman brings a whole nother generation. You know, like we're sitting here talking about when the men come, when the men come. Cool. You know, my eggs are here right. 
right now, sir. You know what I mean? Like, no, just think about it for real. <laughs> that was off topic. However, you know what I mean? Like, we put a lot of pressure on the man or emphasis on the man, and that's great. But, sis, you are the prize. You know? That's how God created us. You are. Yes. So, amen. Um, if you like this podcast, please be sure to leave a review. We love those. Um, be sure you're following us or subscribed on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all the things. Be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Save Girl Secrets on Facebook and on Instagram and at Save Girl Secret, no S on Twitter. If you have any additional questions, comments, or concerns that you want to share about the show, we welcome you to send us a secret letter to Save Girl Secrets at gmail.com. As always, we thank you for listening and we pray that this helped you or blessed you in some way love you good god bless you love and peace guys bye Bye.